Today's daf is daf nun zayin. We're holding the Mishnah and Zion Amud Aleph. Zog day the Mishnah. Kainim peiros ha'elu alai. We had this Mishnah quoted way back uh, in Zion and then Tess. So I you know we have that Tess coming up. But we had like this. We said as follows. The person made a nether prohibiting these peiros upon him. All right. Or kainim heim al pi, or there should be, it makes a kainim again, the lotion should be like a carbon to his mouth, kainim him lifi to his mouth again. So the key point over here, the Ron learns, is that it's a, there's two actual, two elements here, and we'll see what happens if one exists and one does not exist. But first of all, it's elu. You're focusing on a specific subset of payros that are in front of him. He's not saying payros of the world. He's saying these particular payros. Right? And also, he's saying it a lotion of konum, of korban, which is usually also not only in achila, it's also bahano. Even though he does say lefi, or he does say alpi, it's lav davka. That could be a lotion. He's not saying, I'm not, he doesn't say specifically, I don't want to eat it, or I don't want to taste it. He just also to my mouth, but he's using a lotion of kainim associated with it. His lotion generally it's a lotion of Easter no. So the rhyme learns that this is when a person says it in such a way, he's making it similar to a carbon. He's making it similar to hegdish. Hegdish is this animal is hegdish, and therefore it gets some of some of the attributes of hegdish as well. What are they? Also bechilufeinu begidulayim. Number one, one of the interesting concepts of Hegdish is when you switch it out, the item you switch it for, that gets the Easter Hegdish associated with two. So therefore, you have here these, this pound of apples, and you switch it now for a pound of bananas, the pound of bananas will also become also like the original pound of apples. What happens to the original pound of apples? Not for this discussion. But the point is, that's chilufin, that the exchange, and also, if you take these apples and you plant them, and now you get a new apple tree, the new apple tree will also have the Easter nether associated with, just as by Hegdish, that would be the din. But the Ron learns over here, because A, you're doing it on a subset, Right? And as well as the fact that you've made it clear, it's not on only from eating or tasting, but you're making it also bahano, which would be similar to hegdish. It takes on hegdish-like qualities, and therefore it's also bechilufeyen ubegidulehen. Now the Ran also learns, which fits into the rest of this Mishnah, is that it's mashma. It's only for that first generation chilipim. Meaning that if you went and switched the apples for bananas, the bananas get the koach of that nether. But if I would now take the bananas and I switch them for strawberries, the strawberries would not get it. It dissipates. It means it goes down generationally in terms of its koach of iser. So it only be the original chiluf. That's why it's chilufayin, but not chilufay chilufayin. It doesn't say chilufayin, but only chilufayin, but not And similarly would be the by gedulim too. That it's the first generation you plant. But if you take now second generation uh, apples and you plant them, the third generation apples would not become iser. Okay? Now, 
juxtaposed to this is Sha'ani Ochel, or the Rana Wisdom says Sha'ani changes to Sha'ani. Sha'ani Ochel, the Sha'ani Toem, where here you specifically said that it's only the Gabay Achila eating or tasting, which means you didn't give it a full Hegdish Isr Hano. You only said, I'm not going to eat or, or taste these items. So even though, going with the run, even though it's talking about a specific subset, because it's saying these apples, doesn't matter. The fact that you've limited it now to only Achila and Shtiyah, so on one hand, these makes it like Hegdish, but now you've taken it away from being like Hegdish. Why? Because you limit it only to specific, uh, specific usage, not all benefit. So in such a case, that doesn't, it, that becomes also, your netter is binding, but it doesn't have the hegdish-like quality, and therefore it's mutter bechilufei and abegidulehem. Okay? We good? Alright. This is a very complex sugya. There are different shitas here in the Rishonim, and exactly what the Ran means is not so simple. Trying to keep it as simple as possible. Now. Comes along the Mishnah and says the following. We know when you plant, there's actually uh, two different phenomena that occur when a plant is, something is planted to develop the next generation. One is called Zarekala. Zarekala means that the initial seed no longer exists. It deteriorates and what is, that what new comes out of it has no connection anymore to what was the original thing that was planted. However, you have a different phenomenon in certain uh, 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 plants, is that when you plant like bulbous plants, like an onion, the original onion actually just gets bigger and new onions pop out from the, the litter, but the original core still remains as part of the new plant. And it doesn't it doesn't deteriorate or disintegrate. It still remains. So what the Mishnah is going to say as follows, and this applies both halachas. It applies the halacha A, where it was like Hegdish, and therefore it became Chilufeyan Asurin and Gidulin Asurin. And it also applies to halacha B, where you said only for Achila and Te'ima, where it means you didn't give it Hegdish-like qualities, and therefore in such a case, the Gidulin, Taka, were... Mutter says the Mishnah, this is specifically talking about where the planting to create the new Gedulin, that what was in the new plant, nothing existed from the old plant. So then you have the distinction that was made, that since in the first case you gave it Hegdish-like qualities, therefore it doesn't matter. By Hegdish, once you give something Hegdish-like qualities and you plant it, second generation is going to be Osir as well. Whereas if you didn't give it Hegdish-like qualities because you limited it to Imachilo, so then it makes no, uh, the second generation is not going to be problematic. But... If the type of gedulin we're talking about over here was where the original plant remains, then the Isser is going to stay second generation, third generation, because you always have a shtickle of the original nether in the second generation, third generation. In such a case, it makes no difference whether you said for ha isr hano, whether you said isr achilo teima. That has not. It's not because it's got hegdish like qualities. It's because the metzias is that from the original nether, 
licked in this, in the new, in the new generation, it's there, it's contained within it, and therefore, that's, ah, you're going to ask me a question, the Ron says, why don't we say it becomes bottle? The Ron Lashitasa learns that a net is a Dovish Yeshlamatirin. We learned uh, 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 a number of days ago, Machlikas Rashi and the Ron, whether we learn whether a nether is a Dovish Yeshlamatirin. A Dovish Yeshlamatirin, I feel the Elifloy bottle. The Ron learned it was, because the Ron learned that it's a situation of in Bemino, when it's similar type of things, that you don't have contrast, on such a case, there's not enough koach to make it bottle when it's davish yesh l'matirin. What's Rashi going to do with it? Because he learned ach dechlan of is dechlan of heter. He will have to get. Well, that's a different story. But in the Ran over here, it's just not a problem. There is no bittel, even third generation plant, fourth generation that contains from the original mother something there. It is also it's a filul elef by bottle. So that's what the Mishnah is about to say. So he says, when is this true? Halacha one and halacha two. The davish is is when it's disintegrated. The original seed and nothing is left over from the mother plant. But if it's something that the original seed, the original bulb does not become disintegrated and part of it is always infused into the new plant, then then even second or third generation plants are going to be also, even in the case where you never made it like Hegdish, where you said Te'ima or Achila, it will also still be also Achila and Te'ima, because the original nether is still contained within the second and third generation, right? Which means like this, the Pasha would mean, simplest, is that even if the newer growths don't become usher, but how do you, you cannot separate the old growth from the new growth. You can't identify it, which means the second and third generation by default are going to be usher. Now, continues along the same theme. Ha'omer le'ishto, a person said to his wife, Again, going with it, this is a lotion of Konem, which has Hegdish-like qualities. And he's saying is the Maisa Yadayim, which the Ran learns, is that it's still considered to be like Elu. Why is it like Elu? Because you're identifying a specific woman. The wife. This wife's Maisiadayim gives it a status of Peru's Elu. It's not like saying all figs in the world are also to me, or all dates in the also to me. It's the specific Maisiadayim that this woman makes, so therefore it has the qualities of Elu, right? In such a case, again, that means it gives it Hegdish-like qualities, and since it gives it Hegdish-like qualities, it's also Bechilufeyen over Gidulehen. It's also in both. Alright? Now, so the, 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 so that part means he's equating the Kainem Peirus Ha'elu to Kainem Maisiyadayim of my wife. There's a bigger Chiddush over here that the Ron actually asks the question, and, uh, uh, the Ron doesn't ask it, Taisus asked the question before, is that, uh, on Daftesvav. Let's go, let's go first with the Ron and then go to Taisus. The Ron has a problem over here, is that why isn't a Dabashlo Bala Oilam? What Maisiyadayim you will produce, the Maisiyadayim doesn't exist, and something doesn't exist, how could it be Chal? So, the Ran has uh, two Tiruts into this. Number one, he says that possibly because the uh, you're doing it on her hands, 
the, what, that gives it a din of like davar sheba olam. What's coming out produced by your hands, which are hands of the olam, takes away the davar sheba olam element. Right? The other shot he says is that who says we're talking about it's ma'aseh daim that were not yet produced. Maybe it's talking about ma'aseh that she already had produced and therefore it's not considered to be a davar shaloba l'olam. Alright? Okay, now. Tesis has a different problem on Tesvav. He says, l'cholra you're... Okay, no, that, 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 we'll, we'll do it. Tosis is really again later on. Now, here again, that's because you made it like Hegdish, and it has the benefit of Hegdish because it's a specific subset, what she will produce, and it also was broad that it wasn't specifically for a limited usage, it was for Iser Hano, right? However, Sha'ani Ochel Sha'ani To'em. But if you said that I will, your, the Maisiadam you produce, I prohibit on myself from either eating or tasting. So now, the, the, the Ron points out, this is a, a, a step up from the case before. Because even though we're talking about a specific subset, which is like Peris Elu, but you're limiting it only to Achil Vishtiyam. The first case, it was... Uh, it, it, when, when we switched to make it where it's not, when it's Mutzar Bechil Fengidulayim, it switched all the way. It was no longer Perus Elu, because it said, figs of, of the figs of the world, or the dates of the world, Perus, uh, right? You never said Perus Elu, you just said Stam Perus. Here you're saying it's still the Perus, the Maizidam of this woman, but since you're limiting, that's the novelty, it, it's got, if you're limiting it to Achila and to Ima, it's no longer like Hegdish. If it's no longer like Hegdish, then what? But again, let's put in the caveat. This will only be dealing if it's there's something that we're talking about, uh, uh, something that she produces that she plants. Let's say it's an item that she plants. That's the Maizadim, the word that the product that she planted. But it's only if the item that she planted, that work product, so that's Vidavash Azarkala. It's that in the, in the second generation, nothing is left of the first generation. Then you have the Chilik of, well, did you say, completely and then it's also in the next generation or did you say it's not also generation because there's nothing left of the plant that's why that chilek is true but if it would be the thing she planted that is onions so the next generation of that thing planted still has her intact within that onion then in both cases whether you said uh, uh, Conan, uh, completely, or you said Achilashtia, it doesn't matter, it'll be awesome for the next generation as well. So therefore, Sha'at, uh, that even second and even third generation could be Osir, uh, with the Koch of that nether, because from the original item is still contained within the second and third generation. Good. Next. Now we're going to see the the clause that the clauses that you use in and in the order that they're used has a different in the outcome. Let's say the person the, the, be very sensitive yet to the long lotion. Sha'at osa the ma'isa dime that you produce any ochel ad ha pesach. All right. Or sha'at osa are 
so whatever you produce, I'm not going to eat until Pesach. Or Sha'at Osa Einimis Kasa, or what you produce, I am not going to wear Ada Pesach. Now the verb over here is the eating, or the, uh, or, or, or the wearing. Now that's placed before the duration of how long the nedra is going to go. So what's that mashma? That mashma, whatever she does produce that's edible, whatever she produces that's wearable, the limit of that nether that he put on himself is only going to be till when? Listen to the words. Sha'at osa eini ochel ad ha-pesach. Sha'at osa eini ad ha-pesach. So he's limiting anything she makes that the nether will be bound. He can't eat it. He can't wear it. Ad ha-pesach. But once Pesach comes along, even if she made it before Pesach, after Pesach, he's allowed to eat it, he's allowed to wear it. Because he said, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to wear Ad ha-pesach. So it means he's limited the nether, the bounds of the nether is only of his eating and wearing until Pesach. But even if she made it before Pesach, but once Pesach comes along, he's allowed to go ahead and use it. But, so, obviously, it's only, on a, it's only Chal, she made it before Pesach. So, if she made it before Pesach, there's nothing wrong with him using the item that she made before Pesach. He, so, therefore, even though it, 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 it was bound by the nether, but that nether terminated once Pesach came along, and he's allowed to go ahead and use it after Pesach. Fine? Now, but if the language was switched around, Sha'at osa ada Pesach. Now, he said like this, anything you make until the Pesach, any ochel, I'm not going to eat. Or sha'at osa ada Pesach, anything you make until the Pesach, any miskasa, I'm not going to wear. So now, he, all the, the ada Pesach was not limiting when he can eat or when he can wear. What ada Pesach was, anything she produces before Pesach, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink. Indiscriminately, he didn't put a limit on that. So in such a case, anything she makes before Pesach is also even so that Achara Pesach is important. Did he say anything you eat that you make until Pesach, I won't eat, I won't drink, which is the second case, which is a much more broader Lushen. That means he's not allowed to use anything she makes before Pesach, he's not allowed to use even after Pesach. Or if he said, anything you make, I won't eat until Pesach. So until Pesach is limiting only his restriction. So once it cuts Pesach, the restriction no longer allows, he's allowed to eat and drink it. So that's the contrast between the two Lushoynas. Clear? Okay. Now, we're going to have over here a situation, we've also had this way back on Tezvog. Now, this is where Tosus actually asks the question. But we're going to have this, the, 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 the issue over here is they're going to have a, 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 a complex nether that contains in it A, the prohibition, and B, the trigger. So most nedarim are simple nether, the base of the person says, I answer on me, I answer on you, X. Right away the is chal, the nether is chal, no issue. However, when there is a condition port in, brought in, so you have to, the nether is only going to be chal 
if the condition is triggered. So you need the trigger, so right away we don't have a nether. There's a trigger. So that makes it a little more complicated. And we had on Tezvah, we actually had a machlokas between Rav Nachman and Rav Yudah Marab, how to understand the next few lines of this Mishnah. So let's read it inside. Sha'at nenesli ad ha-pesach. So let's say we just can make it easy. It's Purim. There's a month to Pesach. So he says like this. I make a nether that you're not allowed to get benefit from me for the next month. At nenesli. For the next month, you will not be allowed to get benefit from me. But not that the nether is binding right now. It depends on the trigger. What's the trigger? I don't want you visiting your parents. Im haleches at lebeisavik at achag. If from now until Sukkot, which is the next seven months, is if over the next seven months you visit your parents, that's the trigger. What will that trigger? That you are not allowed to benefit from me for the next month. Now here it makes a stickle complicated because it comes out that if she actually did benefit over the next month, she could still retroactively violate the nether by triggering it by going over the next seven months visiting her parents. Yeah. Right? So now, Sha'at Nenes Li Adha Pesach, Sha'at Nenes Li Adha Pesach, which means that you are not allowed to get benefit from me until Pesach. He had to ask the question, the Chorah isn't he mechuyev in feeding her, clothing her? How could he make such a nether to answer the Torah is mechayev? that he has to go ahead and do it. So Taisvitz has a number of Terutzim, but one of the Terutzim are, is that he's not answering it on her. He's leaving it open for her to trigger. If she chooses to trigger, it wasn't him saying, I'm not, the Torah says I have to do it, but you triggered that. I, so therefore, if he put it in her to trigger, it doesn't directly violate the edict that he's mechuyuf to, it's up to her to trigger it. But anyway, the point is, so now, if you will go visit your father, so now, the easiest scenario is im pesach. If she triggered before Pesach, right? So now there's no Shiloh. Because we see the trigger. She triggered it before Pesach. So then for sure, she's not allowed to get benefit from him until Pesach. Because she actually triggered it before Pesach. So therefore, she's also to get benefit before Pesach. Now that would seem very partial. What's the Chiddush over here? She triggered it before Pesach. Of course she's not allowed to go before Pesach. She's not, not, she's not allowed to get benefit from him before Pesach because the trigger already occurred before Pesach. So after Purim, she went to her father's house. So Pesach, she's not allowed to get benefit. Now, here we have a machlok. It's just a machlok that we had way back on Tezvav. The Ron alludes to it, but we had a machlok like this. Is it that the, the, that really, if she wants, you know, she can get benefit from the fellow. She just has to make sure that what? That she doesn't trigger the, by going until, so, but, but <clears throat> if she does trigger, then she's in violation of an Isidaraisa. But, in order to give her Malkus, though, she would have had to trigger it, and then we know that if you now get benefit, before, she triggered before, she, we can give her Malkus for her. What's that? If she goes Erev Pesach, she triggered it, but did she, had she benefited or not benefited? So Pesach, she's benefited. From what? From I mean, he's saying, had she benefited or not? 
So there is a sheet that we're not going to allow to get a benefit. We're not going to drop one and we're not going to allow to get a benefit because we're afraid that what? She might trigger retroactive. That's really we know. That's up to her. We know not we're not going to allow. Now, does she get Malchus if she benefited and then she willfully triggers retroactively? That seems to be a focus in the run. If retroactively we can say, well, you know not to trigger, we can warn you, by triggering you're going to be over the is of the nether. The, the Rambam seems to learn is that you can only give a person malchus if at the time of when they're benefiting, they're in violation. But if what they're doing wrong is they're triggering for something they benefited back retroactively, you might not be able to give malchus. From the run of Mashma, you might still be able, because you know the trigger is going to violate. But anyway, the point over here, the, the case the Mishnah writes is the simplest situation, where she triggered it before Remember, the case was, you're not allowed to go, you're not allowed to trigger the nether. Right? You can trigger the nether, but if you trigger the nether, you're, gonna, you're not allowed to get benefit from me before Pesach. The next month, no benefit if you do what? If you trigger this nether. What's going to trigger the nether? If you go. So now, if she went before Pesach, then for sure she's not allowed to get benefit. You're saying she went before Pesach, but before she had any... Meaning, yeah, let's say, day, day, day one of the nether, she went, for the next month she's also the get. That's the simplest understanding, right? So therefore, how chalif until she's not a lot of benefit. Bottom line. Now, the Pesach, let's say what happened was like this, is that the case we're going to learn is that she benefited. She went and she, uh, she uh, didn't trigger the, the nether before Pesach. She, and, and, but, but she didn't keep, didn't watch herself either. According to one, she wasn't allowed to do it. According to one, she was allowed to do it. She had full benefit for a month from her husband. But what happened was, after Pesach, she couldn't hold out anymore. And what did she do? She went and she visited her parents. Comes out now retroactively, the month before Pesach, that she had benefit from her husband. What's the halacha? I mean, she's why to go after Pesach. No, because the trigger was from now until Sukkot. She can't go. No, 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 no. The trigger was she's not allowed to benefit from now until Pesach. But you know, but the trigger is if she went. So now she did benefit. Okay, fine, but nothing wrong yet. But no, but then she triggered by going after Pesach retroactively. Now she violates the Isser Bal Yacha. Can we give a Malkus for that or not? That seems Machlokas the Ram on the Ram. There's another Machlokas, a very Yisodistic Machlokas over here. I'm just going to throw it out here because it's a fascinating shita. Let's say she does, before Pesach, before Pesach, she got benefit and she triggered. Okay? There's Malchus. Who gets the Malchus? Who gets, who, who gets the Malchus? What do you say? Who gets the Malchus? She does. She does. Why? She triggered it and she benefited. Says the Rambam, he gets the Malchus. She didn't make the net or he did. The Rambam learns is that him giving her the Hanor when she triggered, he's violated. The Rambam goes to town on him. But the Rambam learns the man gets the, net, the, the Malchus, not the woman. The very interesting sheet of the Rambam. All right. Now, let's make it a little more complicated. Let's say the case over here is, Sha'at nenes li adachad. You're not allowed to get benefit from me for seven months. The nether is for seven months. The trigger is only for one month. If what? If from today until Pesach, from Purim to Pesach, you visit your parents, that'll trigger a nether that's going to last seven months. 
This is not the same case as before. Seven case before, the nether was one month, the trigger was seven. Here, the nether is seven months, the trigger is only one month. Alright? If the deny is that if you visit your parents, the trigger, you visit your parents until Pesach, then you're not allowed to get benefit from today until, uh, from Purim until Pesach. Okay? Now, how Pesach? Obviously, if she triggered it before Pesach, then what? She triggered before Pesach, so then for the next seven months, She's not allowed to get better. However, either way, no matter what happens, after, Pe- Pe- after Pesach, she can go visit her parents. Right. Because the trigger, only the trigger only impacted on a nether. The trigger, the, 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 the trigger was o- only impacted on a nether that was for one month. Once that month is over, the trigger has no impact anymore. Okay, so that's what it's obvious. Alright, so therefore, again, so what's the case again? Uh, you're not allowed to get benefit until... I'm sorry, the trigger was only one month. The trigger was one month, the nether was for seven months. Right. right. So it comes out that if... She, she, she might not be able to get benefit for seven months, by the way. If she triggered before, uh, Pesach, she's a to get benefit from the guy, and that'll stay in place. But to go back and visit her parents after, after Pesach, it's nothing stopping her, Lechorah, from going, because the trigger was only from Pe- Purim to Pesach. So the Ron asked the question, what's the Chiddush? That's Pasha. You just asked the question. He said, you might think is that the Chachami made a Takana, she shouldn't visit. Because if she triggered it before Pesach, we wanted to remember she's not allowed to get any benefit. How do you remind her she's not allowed to get benefit? But not allowing to visit her parents after, she'll remember she's also not allowed to get any benefit. What's that? Like, she's not allowed to eat from her husband, but she can't that's go to her can send her food. If you want to send her food, send her food. She's not allowed to go visit them. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Chiddush going to Iran. We don't make a takana that, 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 that says she can't visit them if she triggered before, but she's allowed to go afterwards because, again, it has no impact. That's the thing. All right. Let's go. Next piece of Gemara. So we quoted the first part of the Mishnah which said that if you make a nedra like Hegdish, which means on a specific subset, and it's completely also bahano, not limiting the activity, then it's like Hegdish, which means that it lasts one generation. If you plan, the second generation will become Osir as well. Right? But only the second generation, assuming it's something that is completely degenerates or disintegrates in the ground. That, that's what we look. Now, Yishmol Ishkvar Yama. There's a gentleman, one of the Tanoim it seems. His name was Yishmol from the city, from the village of Kvar Yama. Famila Ishkvar Dimo. And some say it was the name of the village was Kvar Dimo. Hele Biyodai. He brought up in his hand. Now, the very interesting Yemachlok is the Ran and, uh, and the Balei Taisus. I think it's the year of Avram and Ahar. He learned, the Ran learns, Hele B'yod is just an expression like, learning, you need your hands for learning, right? The, the, you got to use the thumb, right? Yeah, yeah. So therefore, he, he brought up the following Shiloh in his hand. The, the Taisus quotes of Avram and Ahar, he, he brought the actual onion. He, he brought the onion to the base medrash. Hele B'yod means he brought the onion. What's the Shiloh over here? But so, uh, 
akru b'shvius. You had a uh, uh, an onion that was picked on shmita. Now we know onions go basalakita. By the time you pick them, that determines. So this is a shmita onion. No shayla. This onion in your was picked on your seven. Could be your eight. Could be your nine. You're not allowed to eat this onion because this onion is aser bahano. It's a shmita onion. Okay. But you went and replanted it in the eighth year. Now, we're going to read the simple words. There's a machlok, there's a big machlok, there's Ran and Taisvis over here. The simple words fit Taisvis, but the Ran learns a different shot, and we're going to learn like the Ran. What does it say over here? The derech is when you plant the onion, it starts expanding. It gets bigger, new onions pop out from it. And it expanded in a huge way. Right? Now, and the following Shaila, this Yishmael Ish, by Yamad, by Dima, asked, Do we say that since the growth a growth of heter, the, the, the stuff that grows in the eighth year, lecher is no longer Shemitah. The original onion is Osur. So, and since we have, let's say, 60 times more of heter onion than we have of the original Isser, what should happen over here? So therefore, Malin is the Isser, the Heter should be Mevatel, the Isser, and that original Isser should become Mutter as well. Most of it is allowed. Now, what's that? Most of it is. Right. Now, Taisvis learns, simple reading of Agamara, that the Shaila is not Lagabe, the new growths. The new growths are growing in the eighth year. The new growths are growing in the eighth year. There's no Shaila, they're Heter. The Shaila, though, is as the Koch of the Heter have an ability to switch the status of what? Of the original Isser. That's the way Taisus learns the Shaila. The Ram says that's not the Pshat. The Ram says is that even though that's the way the Gemara words it, but the truth is we're not only asking about the original onion. What are we also asking about? The new stuff as well, because where does the new stuff come from? It comes from the original. So really the Shilas totally is that bizarre. Meaning, do we say that the new stuff, since it was coming from the old stuff, and the old stuff is also, so the new stuff also should be also. And obviously, if the old stuff is, if the new stuff is also, it will not have the koach. No, no, we don't want, we don't want Shemitah, right? Now we're gonna, we're gonna, that's why we just slap again. Therefore, therefore, if, and if the new stuff remains also, then obviously it's not gonna be able to be mavato, the old stuff. Or do we say that no, the new stuff actually is mutter, and if it is mutter, then perhaps what it should do, it should make the old stuff mutter as well. So Taisus learned, so the Ran learns, not like Taisus, Taisus learns, push the new stuff is mutter. The only child is, doesn't have a call to mevatel the old stuff. Taisus, uh, uh, and Taisus talks about whether it's exerit or abonnet, but the Ran says no. We have a Shaila because since the new stuff is being generated from the old stuff, the Shaila is, do we even say that the new stuff should be mutter? So there's secondary Sarah. Even if you say it's mutter, will it be mevatel the old stuff? That's a secondary Shaila. But you also have to note, clarify, will the new stuff 
Be, maybe it'll be Osir, who says it's going to be Mutter. That's the way the Ron learns. It doesn't fit so well in the words, but the Ron proves that that's the way it more has to be. So let's go by to Alright. Osla Kameder of Ami. So the first fellow that Rabbi Yishmol, this Yishmol Ishkwari Dharma went to ask the Shaila was Rav Ami. Also, it wasn't in his hands. So, like in his hands, in, the, in, the, in his grasp. He didn't have it. He couldn't answer the Shaila. Osla Kameder of Yitzchak Nafcho. He came to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, and Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha wanted to be Pushit the Shiloh from the following. Pushit la min hadah, from the following teaching. The Amar Rabbi Chanina Tritoa, Amar Rabbi Yanai, Batsal Shel Truma. You had an onion that was picked as Tevel, and then it was separate a truma from it, and the truma was given to the kayan. Now, let's just bear in mind, once it's truma, it's also to Yisrael. So, means b'day shamayim for Yisrael. So, he's never allowed to eat something that's already being declared truma. So, this truma onion was replanted, right? Shinatoy, they planted it a second time. V'robo gidulav al ikroy. And they had many more times additional growth to the original onion than what was originally placed in the ground. Alright? Mutter. Mutter is mashma that the original onion goes from being truma to no longer truma. Now the ronza is a little misleading because really it should be tevel. And because if now if it's loses its truma status, it goes back to becoming tevel. Tevel is also also, but it's mutter derech. Uh, if, if, if it's, it's, it's what's that? Mutter No, no, no. It's mutter if you don't do an achilas keva. An achilas arai. You just like in the, you want to pop it in your mouth. You allow it. If it loses its truma status. So it's mutter, not mutter completely. Mutter meaning once you bring it into the house, it's tevel, and you'd have to separate, you'd have to do truma and meiser and go through it again. But you see, it loses its original status from because what and what switched it from its original status, the new growth. So you see, according to the Ran, you see both things are being pushed. Number one, the new growth do not take on the status of the old one, and number two, the new growth have a kayach of being able to change and flip. The status of the original old one. So Lechayra, that is what Rabbi Yechonavko wanted to bring a raya. So Amalei Rav Yirmiyon. So Rav Yirmiyon, he came and some said, was Rav Zreka said to him, Shavik Mar, train for Avit Dechad. Why are you leaving two opinions to Paskin like one opinion? Means, yes, it's true. You have a raya from this Rabbi Chanina Tritor in the name of Rabbi Yanai that clearly says the new growths flip the old one. That's what clearly you see here. But we have two other opinions that disagree with it. So why are you passing like the one over the two? Where are the two other opinions? It says, Maninu, what are those two? Maninu train, where are these two? So let's go through. The first one is, Amra Babao, Amra Yechanon, Yolda, you have like this, and a tree. Within the first three years is Orla. Any fruits that grow from it are Asr Bahano have to be destroyed. You're not allowed to get benefit from it. Now, there's something called grafting. Grafting is they take a branch from an old tree, from a, from a, a different tree, and they add it to a newer tree. It's somehow that the produce comes better, whatever it is. But they took a tree, a limb, from the Orla tree, and they grafted it to the non-orla tree, a tree that had been uh, uh, over, four, over four years old. Now, there's no question that if the 
branch contained on it, had on it fruit from the oral tree, that, that branch, those fruits were oralum. The fact that you just attach it to another tree doesn't change it from being oralum. The question is, what if new fruits start growing from the branch? Now, when new fruits start growing from the branch, they are growing from a branch that was from an oral tree, but the, the new tree that they're growing from is not an oral tree. So what's the halacha here? So yalda shesibcha v'scheina, a young tree, a tree that's three years or less, that was grafted to an old tree, make it more than four years, because otherwise you have kerem revine, not to revive, this other halacha is not to revive, you have to go to your shalim and eat it, let's but it had existing fruit on the orla branch. On the orla branch. Now, those fruit, once they attached, started growing. They started getting bigger. Right? Even if they're 200 times larger than they were originally, an orla usually becomes bottle. One in 200. So there's enough for bittel to take place. Orla needs not 60. It needs 200. That's the, the Chacham Mishtakana. That means that let's say you have a piece of orla that fell into uh, another mixture, right? And anyway, 200 times becomes bottle. So now, so here you have 200 of new growth added to the original on the new, from the new tree, but on the old branch, the fruit that was there from before uh, grew over 200. over 200 times, right? Usr, it's usr. What do we see? We see that the new growth with the Ramadan is does not become mutter because it's coming from the original uh, fruit, and therefore, and bottom line is, and therefore, it cannot flip the status of the original growth what about, either. What about everything that grows in the rest of the tree? That'll be fine. But on this pear, on this, this fruit, branch. on this fruit, on the fruit of this branch that grew on this fruit means a different area. It starts growing new fruit on that will be fine. But this fruit itself that started getting bigger, it does not flip. Which means that the new stuff is not mutter, the old stuff is not mutter. That is the way the rhyme learned the shalala. So therefore, why did you... Par- not really. It's the same it's in the case of the onion. Why is it different in the case of the onion? Grow, the tree is still growing fruit either way. You added a branch to the tree. In the case of the... Of the, of the yeah, but again, but there was an original oral of fruit. Why doesn't that oral of fruit, now it grows... No, it makes sense that that oral of fruit should be us, sir. Why? If new fruit grew on this branch, what would be the halacha? We go by the that trunk. That branch we, remains if, oral. No. If new fruit on a different part of the branch, of this new branch, gets a new apple, that apple is not oral because it goes by I the was, mother tree. Because no, the case is, over here is, is another part of a tree. Yes, yes, no, but fruit yeah, that's fine. fine. But this branch growing fruit as well. And another branch grows out of this branch. No, this original branch, this branch. Now a fruit, an apple grows from this branch. That would be okay. The issue over here was it wasn't that a new apple grew from the branch. The original apple was on the branch, expanded two hundred times more. It gets bigger. You had the little apple, now it's a big apple. Oh, it gets bigger. The apple got bigger. I mean, like 
No, no, no. The apple grew. It got, it got bigger, much bigger. Yeah, but the shaila is if new growths are considered to be mutter, why is it not mavatel? So you see that first of all, the new growth when it comes from a core, the source of all, does not become mutter, and it's not mavatel the original. That's what. So why did you pass in that it does flip the original? You have here clearly the sheet of Rabbi Barma Biyachon holds it not number one, right? That's first one. Right, and the second ruling that also holds it doesn't flip is You have an onion that was planted in a vineyard. Now that's kilayim. You're mixing an onion with grapes. That's kilayim. Now what happened was over here, an onion grew out. That onion for sure is kilayim. Now what they do is they remove the vineyard. They cut down the vineyard, and the onion kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. Now it's no longer usher. From, it's not, it's not nurturing from the vineyard anymore. It's just growing from what, from the, from the onion field. But it's expanding, the original onion is expanding. What's the halacha? Zanakara kerem, the original vineyard was removed. Usur, doesn't matter how big that onion gets, that whole onion is going to be usur. So what do you see? That we don't say the new growth is mutter and it's enough that it flips the, the whole thing is also so the bottom line is you have two rulings now you had the ruling of Rav Arma Yechanan you had the ruling of Nachmeni Amarav Amrav Yechanan that both held that the new growth so Asr the old growth remains Asr so why did you pass and say well, there was two why did you pass like the one ruling that seemed to say by the case of Truma that the, that the status of Truma is lost by the new growth. That's the kasha. So two against one. So Hada Asa Kameh Rav Ami, they went back to Rav Ami. Now all this discussion, I guess, reminded him of what's going on over here. Uparshid Lehmin Hado. He came up with another source that he wanted to be poshit with it, which by the way would balance it, now it's not two against one anymore, would seem to make it like a case of two against two. So he's going to try and find a source that says basically that the old, the new growths do flip the old growths. What's the case over here? So I'm Rabbi Yitzchak, I'm Rabbi Yechanan. This is again, it's going to be a little difficult, Rabbi Yitzchak, I'm Rabbi Yechanan, before it was I'm Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan, but this is going the other direction. Lit Rabbi you have a pound of onions. Shetikna, so what happened was, you, you picked a pound of onions that were tevel. You have tevel onions, right, also to everybody. And you fixed them. You gave a trum, 2% truma, 10% maise to the levy, maise shady. You fixed it. Means Now this is a chulin onion, an onion, a chulin onions that are muttered to everybody. But what did you do? Vizarro, you went back and you planted it. What happens now? The whole onion and the whole onion patch that grew from this onion needs now to take trumas and mices. But not only do you take trumas and mices from the new growths, what do you have to do? You have to now take trumas and mices from the original onion as well. Now what do you... This is before you now? You originally gave, you fixed it, you took, this is chulin. You already, you, gave, you took an onion, you cut off the pieces, you gave the kohen, whatever you gave the lady, I'm ready to eat it. I went and replanted it, it grew. Now, the stuff that grew for sure needs new trumas and maizes. But not only that, the original onion needs trumas and maizes. We wanted to, so what Rabbi Yitzchanaf wanted to see, you see that the new growths flip the status of the original because now it all needs trumas and mice even the original one so Lechayra this would seem to be a raya that whatever is new has the kayak to flip the original one right 
Sigmora says like this, is that the new Gedulin have a Koyach to flip, to be mevatel, the original status. How do we see it? Because even the original one needs to be Trumas and Marshes, even though you took the originally. Right. So Moshe says, no, Ryan. Because in this case, you're going with Chumrah. In this case, to say that the, the new ones flip the status of the old one, you're saying, is this weird? Original was Chulin, I don't need Trumas and Marshes. So you're saying the new ones flip the status of the old ones. The new ones need to take Trumas and Marshes again. The old one does. That would be you're going Lechumra. But what we were asking the Shiloh was, can you go Lechulo? Where the Shiloh was a small Ishmael, well, there's no case over there. He had a Shiloh that get a Shemitah onion to the new growth that are planted in the, that are, in the eighth year, the new growth of the eighth year, does it change its status that it's muttered to be able to, to say that new growth can change all growth, leheter, that you don't see. Right. You only see the Isser you can see, but not leheter. You're going to be joining us one of these days. Right. So it says like this. So therefore, lechumra shani. To go lechumra, you have no rice. The more right now has not been posted to Shiloh. The Shiloh, you have an original Isser. And now you have new growth came from it. Right? According to Ron. Do we say that those new growth, because they're not, part, they're not actually Osir, right? Do they, are they Mutter? Or maybe since they're coming from the original source, they still remain Osir. And if they're Mutter, can they now flip the status of the original growth? So in a case where it comes out a Kulo, that we still have not been able to be Poshit. And we'll stop right now. I don't know if this is what you go for. Yeah.